Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Congress has eight legislative days to avoid a third government shutdown this fiscal year. Representative Jerry Connolly says there's a possibility lawmakers may need a short CR to hammer out any outstanding issues, but he says agencies should have budget certainty through the rest of the fiscal year with an upcoming omnibus. The current continuing resolution expires March 23rd. Congress did most of the heavy lifting when it set new spending caps for defense and domestic agencies last month. Lawmakers need to finish appropriations by next Friday. The Securities and Exchange Commission is hiring a chief risk officer following a massive data breach nearly two years ago. SEC Chairman Jay Clayton came up with the idea after testifying to Congress about the breach last September. Clayton also asked lawmakers to approve a budget that will allow the SEC to improve its cybersecurity. SEC would receive a $1.6 billion budget under President Donald Trump's fiscal 2019 budget proposal, a 3.5% increase over enacted levels. A Homeland Security Agency spokesman publicly quit, citing a disagreement with the Trump administration. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. James Schwab was public affairs officer for the San Francisco Division of Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. The San Francisco Chronicle reports he's resigned. Schwab cited statements by acting ICE Director Tom Homan and Attorney General Jeff Sessions about whether the Oakland mayor was responsible for 800 dangerous illegal immigrants at large. Schwab says those claims were false and that he was told to deflect questions about them. I'm Tom Temin. President Trump pardons a Navy sailor who took photos of classified areas inside a submarine. Christian Saucier has already served a year in prison after pleading guilty in 2016 to unauthorized retention of defense information for taking photos inside the USS Alexandria. Saucier claims he just wanted to show them to his family. With a nod towards transparency, the Veterans Affairs Department is making public for the first time its GI Bill tuition and fee payments to VA-approved colleges, universities, and other training institutions. The data includes the names of each school, the number of enrolled beneficiaries, total amount of money paid, and grand totals for each fiscal year. Current data spans the past eight fiscal years and dates back to 2009. VA says it will update the data at the end of each fiscal year. They may not be on the job for long, but acting inspectors general still provide robust oversight of the agencies they oversee. A Government Accountability Office survey polls nine acting IGs and their staffs. 49 to 69 percent of OIG staff say having an acting IG had no impact on the office's ability to plan or conduct audit work. At the time of the survey, 12 out of 64 IG offices had acting heads. A Pentagon audit suggests the Army misled Congress about the costs of its civilian workforce. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The report by the DOD Inspector General claims the Army requested $482 million more than it actually needed for civilian salaries in fiscal 2017. The IG claims Army commands intentionally hired fewer personnel than they were authorized so they can spend the remaining funds on other headquarters functions the Army had been ordered to cut. Army officials strongly dispute the IG's findings, saying they're not supported by empirical evidence. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A review of the Homeland Security Department's information security program shows the agency could be doing better. DHS's Inspector General says the program missed its target evaluation score in three of five areas listed in this year's FISMA reporting instructions. Those areas are protection, detection, and recovery. The IG says DHS concurred with all five of its recommendations for improvement. And auditors find continued and significant holes in how FEMA manages technology. Federal News Radio's Jason Miller has details. The Homeland Security Department's Inspector General says the FEMA Chief Information Officer misled auditors and removed funding and staff resources needed to address open recommendations. The IG issues a management alert after work reveals continued and long-standing shortcomings in how FEMA manages its technology. The IG says it has issued similar recommendations as far back as 2005. 
More recently, FEMA CIO Adrian Gardner told auditors he took steps to close one recommendation around IT governance. But the IG says the justification that Gardner provided didn't support that result. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.